So welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Edna White and I am your host of Keeping It Real on Purpose. This is the podcast with real people that have real lives in real business with real stories. And today our guest is none other than Jay Marie, who's going to share with us her entrepreneurial journey. Welcome to Keeping It Real on Purpose. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on with you. Great. So how do you show up in the world, Jay Marie? Sure. I show up authentically. Uh, that's been my mantra for this year of 2023. Everything I do, I just want to okay. show up authentically. Whatever I am at that given time in my life, that's what I want to show up as. I gotcha. I gotcha. Because you, we know as entrepreneurs, our purpose changes all the time. So we have to catch up with it, right? That's so true. That is so true. That's a good point because you definitely have to pivot a lot in entrepreneurship. You do. I think I changed my tagline about 30 times. (laughs) (laughs) So it just didn't sit right. So I changed it 30 times. And then finally I got, I got, I got it. I felt it. I felt it. So, um, I want to ask what your story is around premium sneakers. Sure. Um, That's actually a good question. I don't even think I've ever been asked that. So um, my story about how I started the brand is funny thing. I was not a sneaker person. I wasn't what you would consider a sneakerhead. I actually wore heels all the time. I'm a church girl. So I. (laughs) Hello. Um, if you grew up in the church, you know how that could be, yes. um, especially if it's like a church that feels that women are supposed to just wear uh, dresses, Yes, and, and not necessarily heels, but wearing pants was kind of shunned again. So I yeah. grew up in a church wearing heels and, um, well, flats as of when I was younger, as I got older, transitioned mm-hmm. into heels and dresses. And you couldn't find me dead in gym shoes and jeans. Yeah. Um, and I... <laughs> Me neither. Um, as I got older, transitioned after graduating from college, living in the downtown metropolitan area in mm-hmm. Detroit. Um, it was a lot of walking and parking structures. Anybody who lives in a downtown area can attest to that. So that in itself can be very uncomfortable. But yeah. I, what kind of pushed me into really getting a business started was I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Oh, yeah. And I began to have all these different health problems from losing vision in my right eye to um, just having all these different discomforts within my body. So naturally, I wanted to start wearing more comfortable clothing, which came with wanting to wear more comfortable and fitting shoes. Mm -hmm. So I started wearing other brands, couldn't find anything that really matched my style. So I had some sneakers made for me just to kind of get something you know that kind of was more in the lane of where I was dressing at at the time right and I was getting so many compliments I just thought man I gotta turn this into a business so here we are <laughs> a few few years later with Jay premium speakers right oh that's so exciting um I, you know, and I know I really want to get into this subject because this has been like, this is one of my things, you know, with the religion and everything. And I think you'd be great for that. Another talk, another time. So, but 
Um, how did you feel like when you first put on the first pair of sneakers? And I want to, I really want, want you to, because this part of your story, how did you feel? Did you feel like you were an imposter to the religion? How did you feel about that? Hmm. Wow. I, I never even thought about that. And, and when you say imposter to the religion, you're yeah, like to the you were wearing heels and that was the, the thing. That was a thing. You know, you had to, whether it was like you were going to hell or, where, you know, whatever it was. How did you yeah. feel pivoting, you know, and then wearing the sneakers because of your health? How did you feel about that? Right. I, I, that's actually the great thing about my sneakers that's on the line, J. Marie Premium sneakers. They are very versatile. So okay. they don't, a lot of the sneakers that are on the line, they are able to be worn with dresses. So okay. there wasn't this transition that I felt like I was doing something different from gotcha. what I used to. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I didn't feel anything. Actually, I felt relieved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just like, you kind of are held into this idea of yeah. what a woman is supposed to dress right. like for so long. And then when you finally are, you know, you're liberated from that and yeah. you kind of get to for your own fashion sense and you're comfortable in it. I mean, that's mm. very liberating. So I would say I felt that's very good. liberated. That's great. And I would also say that you, you blazed the trail, like, for other people who are in women, not people, but women who are in church, because we know men, they wear whatever they want. But the women, you blaze the trail for that. And I will say you're a trailblazer. All right. Yes. Add that hashtag. Like Add that hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> I like to consider myself a trailblazer. Yes. I mean, when you think about the footwear industry, you don't see a lot of female founders. Yeah, You know, when you look at the sneaker industry, it is very male and sports dominated. Yeah. And when there are women in the sneaker industry, they have endorsement deals. So yeah. there's very little women, female founders right. when it comes to sneaker brands. There's a few, you right. know, that's coming yes, along yeah. as the years progress. Mm -hmm. But um, it's not something that you see quite often. So right. I, I'm still a part of that trailblazing class so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. So in your transition of what you were doing um, and because of your health, how did it, how did you manage to work all of this in? Because as an entrepreneur, you know, it's different than the nine to five and, you know, um, cause we always think it's another way, you know, like when we get out of the nine to five, right. Oh, we get out, we're going to make all this money, but we really have to do some, prior work before making all the money. How did you so, feel? How did you feel as a, as, as getting, you didn't really, I, I don't know if you felt like an entrepreneur when you were like doing it for your, your health or how did you feel as, a, as, a, as transitioning into this whole sneaker business? Well, the business aspect of it came quite naturally for me. And okay. the reason being, I've always had an entrepreneurial mindset, you right. know, ever okay. since I was, can remember when I was a little girl, I was a little girl who eliminates fans. And I even remember one Christmas wrapping up all of my gifts and saying, I'm, I'm going to sell these. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, my mom, she's looking at me like my mom and my dad looking at me like, no, you're not. But I just remember all types of things that I would do when I was younger mm. that was always 
um, showing me that I had an entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. I went to college for business management. So mm-hmm. that was something that I kind of always had the mindset of even prior to enrolling right. into a, a program. I took different courses and different um, summer programs surrounding right. around entrepreneurship. So that part came very natural, but the footwear industry, that was something that was completely new to me. I knew nothing about the business, nothing about footwear industry, not even where to start. So that was new to me. I wouldn't say that I felt um, out of place or felt weird or anything. I'm a person who I I love challenges. Mm -hmm. So I just looked at it as a new challenge and just say, hey, this is something new that I'm doing and I, I, I got to figure out how to do this and how to do it the best. Right. And I've been doing that. Did you ever feel like you didn't have enough credentials to do it? Sometimes, because when okay. you get into a area such as luxury brands, it's mm-hmm. almost like a, a old boys club, sort of speak. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> your, your, your different schools, especially in New York and Paris, where a lot of the major designers that we all come to know and love, mm-hmm. they, you know, these are their circles and these are where they come, they come from. Right. And they have the connections with different uh, department buyers, department store buyers and different things like that. So you are sometimes looked at, well, what school did you go to? Or, you know, where's right. your, your prior training? Right. And, you know, I, I don't let it bother me because yeah. I always feel like sometimes those are where the best ideas come from. Sure, is absolutely. When it's outside of the, you know, the, the traditional path that yeah. most people take to get there. Absolutely. And I know for a lot of my clients and my audience that's listening today, oftentimes we as women and black women in general, we feel that um, we have to always credentialize everything. And I'm glad that you're saying that you had that feeling, but you was like, eh, not going to let it get me. And that's what it really takes because I see so many women getting credential after credential. And as they could get in credential after credential, they're not fulfilling their goal. They're not doing what you're doing as an entrepreneur, really getting out there doing it. They're not doing it. They're just credentializing themselves. And I think, that's important to say, and I'm glad you say it, said it, Jay Marie. I'm glad you said it because we get lost in the um, the uh, identity of it all. We get lost trying to prove to other people that we're good, but in, in actuality, we're assigned. You know, you were assigned to that. You may not have liked the way it happened, you know, because your body was kind of like, ah, eh, you know. But right, yeah, you took the assignment. Powerful. Yeah, you took the assignment. That's important. Yeah, absolutely. That is so powerful that you say that because I never even looked at it that way. And you're so right, because I think that we're, you know, like you mentioned, women of color, we spend so much time trying to be approved through credentials that Mm -hmm. we kind of don't put our feet to the path and get started. So it's like. You got all of this training and all this um, credentials, but the best experience we all know with anything is hands-on. Yeah, so absolutely. I know I'm a hands-on person. You could teach me something out of a book yeah. all day. Show me, read it to me. I could do a number of homework assignments, but yeah. if I haven't put my hands to the file, it, it it'll never happen. happen. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. And um, did in your ex, in your Transition because I know 
you know, the religious part of you is part of the making of premium sneakers, right? How did you, did you transition from the religious rights of it into um, a different spiritual realm? Because we know entrepreneurship is spiritual. Okay. We know that. It takes a lot of faith, a whole lot, a whole lot of, a whole lot of faith. So did that transition as well? I would say that I, you know, when I think of spirituality, I always have a relationship with God, you yeah. know, because yes. you have different doctrines and you're always going to have that within every yeah, uh, sure. body Absolutely. that you go to pertaining to churches. Yes. So I, I, I always try to steer clear from that and just always make sure that I have a relationship with yeah. the most high. Yeah, and that's good. with having a relationship with the most high, where it has been beneficial in business is that it kind of gives me this this um, faith of a mustard seed because I'm mm-hmm. doing new things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That, you know, like, things that we just talked about, not even necessarily having the credentials to do it, but mm-hmm. finding myself in places of a per- as a person who does have those kind of credentials. So right. I look at it like, that's nothing but God, because he's the only person who can absolutely places where you don't even necessarily qualify to be. And he qualifies. Yeah, he qualifies you. Absolutely. I, I agree with that so much because I think in entrepreneurship, when I um, started my um, my first entrepreneurial journey was um, going out on my own as the in, in the real estate industry as a black woman, mm-hmm. number one. And there was very few of us. And I was a broker. Very few of us were brokers. And I was like, hey, I can do that. You know, I'm, I'm in two years in, right? Um, mm-hmm. Two years into real estate. And I was like, hey, I could do what he does. I could, I could command people. I can help people make money. I could do that. And literally two years in, got my broker's license in the first try, right? First try mm-hmm. started 2000, March. I got my license January Got my office in March, opened up in March, got started, 15 agents in one office, then opened another one in a year, right? Um, it takes a lot of faith. And I, 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 I look back and I say, well, how did I do that? You know? <laughs> but it really took right. an extreme, a straight, extreme faith. And one of my sayings on my, my thing, faith of a mustard seed was mm. on my board, was really on my board so I could see it every day, faith of a mustard seed. I, I got a tremendous, a great space always for the least amount of money. You know, it's like faith of a mustard seed. I would ask, I want this for that, you know, and I wouldn't back down because I, I believed I could get it. And I, I still do to this day, but it takes a lot of faith. And, and that's why I'm saying that it takes a lot of faith to be an entrepreneur. That's why we're spiritual entrepreneurs at the same time, because it takes yeah. us getting out of ourselves because ourselves sometimes is kind of not good. <laughs> you know, we want to, we want to be mean and we want to act up, but our spiritual <laughs> selves really want to, you know, to step, we need to step forward in the spirit most of the time so that God can actually work. Is that correct? That is true. Yes, that is so true. Because a lot of things, you know, you do have to have a, a 
a higher help in most cases, especially yes. being, you know, a person that comes from where I come from. You know, I know I don't know if you're familiar with Detroit, but I'm from the east side of no. Detroit, which is a city yeah. that people don't even expect greatness to come from. You know what I mean? So the the opportunity well, there's more opportunities mm-hmm. now, but at growing up, opportunities were limited and, and you would never even think to become something like a, a shoe wear designer, yeah. let alone a luxury shoe wear designer because, yeah. you know, you're not coming from the lap of luxury. So it's, exactly. it's ironic in a sense to do something that's such a, to me, a huge feat. But, you know, I always tell people I'm, I'm the daughter of a king, so it's like, it just manifests itself differently. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. The kingdom yet in this realm, but it's definitely mine. Yeah, absolutely. And I've learned that too. Um, I ha- Well, I was, I was involved with religious rites for years and didn't see any results until I had a relationship with God. And that made a whole big difference. Like you were saying, having that relationship and then you know what he can do. Then you you believe he's all powerful. You you, you believe that, right. you know. And right. Instead of seeing it out of the eyes of someone else as a law guiding force in a in a small mm-hmm. space, as opposed you now you have a big relationship. It's like whoa, like he's everything. Me and you are him. You know. You know. It's like that's how I see it. Me and you are him. We're working together right. for, to, for the the bigger purpose of him. You know, so I see it like that. Was there ever a time that you had, you know, doubt in your in your entrepreneurial journey? Absolutely. I think that's human to have doubt. And I, I think it's natural to have doubt. Right. And a lot of times when you're trying to accomplish goals, you think that, you know, me anyway, I feel that I used to anyway when I'm fearful that it means that something's wrong or I mm-hmm. shouldn't proceed forward. But now right. I'm starting to understand that sometimes when you feel fear, it's a good thing because it, it is. means that you're taking yourself outside of your comfort zone, right. outside of your, your box. Right. And I think that those are the things that make you grow and make you become a better person. And those things are necessary, especially if you're trying to progress um, a business. So Definitely, I I have felt doubt. I even still feel doubt sometimes. And not Mm -hmm. not saying that, you know, it it costs me to fit or anything like that. But we always have that, you know, especially women. I think that's a a woman thing. I don't know if men are like that, but I think women. They just don't show it. They're like that. They just don't show it. (laughs) (laughs) I think women are always um, doubtful or insecure. As a matter of fact, that was kind of our curse, right? To always worry. So yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Do you see, do you, where do you see yourself in another two years? I see myself becoming on the cups of being a, a major brand. You know, mm-hmm. I am a new brand. Uh, this April, it will be four years since James Marie Sneakers has been in. Um, conception and operating. And I believe that I've been taking all of the steps and putting in the foundation to become a household name brand, at least in in the Midwest region and just kind of expanded from there. And that's where I see myself within the next two years. Okay. What do you have coming up on the horizon as far as events, 
you know, I'm showing your 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 premium wear sneakers, luxury, as you said. Where do you see that? Uh, do, are you doing anything like that? Sure. So I am in the works of being participant participating in uh, shoe shows. So mm -hmm. a lot of these buyers from major department stores, you have to develop relationships with them. And a lot of times those relationships are only able to be secured by attending these different trade shows for your particular industry. So that is something that I'm definitely getting into and will begin to do more. Okay. Oh, cool. So what is it that people don't know that you're going to share with us today that that is you that few people know about? Mm, wow. You got me with that one. <laughs> Just share a little bit. <laughs> what is something about me that few people know about me? I would say I think that the perception that most people have of me, especially being a female founder of a sneaker brand and being very active as far as doing different podcasts and different mm -hmm. interviews and different events, people would probably think that I'm a very social person and one thing that I don't think most people know, I'm not. <laughs> like, I am, <laughs> I am an introvert, like, in mm -hmm. every sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I am the kind of person that will cancel plans and not do anything at home, <laughs> but, you know, lay in a bed and watch TV. And I think, that, um, yeah. yeah, I think when you're a, a founder of a brand that people think that you have, like, this, yeah. this highly social life, which you do it in a lot of cases, <laughs> but if if I could opt out and be like this introvert in my own little mm -hmm. show, I would definitely do that over being so Yeah. <laughs> I would say you would be an extreme self-care taker. That's what you would be. Extreme. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> extreme self-care. That's what I do. It's extreme self I'm not an introvert. I'm an I'm into extreme self-care. <laughs> You know what? That's a good point, though. Yeah, it's not I, introvert. I, it's I, extreme self-care. It really that is. That is so true. I'm, I'm going to start using that instead yeah. of saying introvert yeah, because that not. is so true. You're not. You're articulate. You you don't. Your 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 voice orates correctly. Nah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You and you know what? Looking at it in that sense of uh, self care is definitely mm -hmm. that because. I, I if I'm always around people, I'm, my energy is being yeah. pulled on. Yeah. And a lot of times when your energy is being pulled on, it, it waters down your creativity. Sure does. You're kind of That's focused right. on. So I, I need that. So yeah. you're right about it being self-care. Yeah, it is. It is. So what can you leave with the audience to empower them to be real about whatever they're doing? Sure. Always just be yourself with anything you do, especially in business. And the reason why I say that, I always tell people that I am a non-performing, non-traditional business person. <laughs> the reason why I say that, because there's all these nuances when it comes to business, like what a business person is, what you should do, how you should run a company. And, and some of those things are tried and true. However, if you want to be a trailblazer, if you want to be unique, if you want to offer something to the world that only you can give in your unique perspective, mm -hmm. you have to do it from an authentic place. So if you try to benchmark another company or benchmark another founder 
and you know do what they've done you're not authentically offering the world what only you have the perspective to bring so I, i believe the audience with that always be yourself wonderful and i know you said earlier that you kind of you want to you're always showing up as authentic what does authentic mean to you Authentic used to mean to me being true to what's inside of you, what you feel, honoring what you feel, honoring what you think, and in a sense it still is. But the more I have a walk with uh, God, I'm starting to realize that sometimes the things that he wants you to do might not necessarily fit well with you as well. So Mm -hmm. there may be some conflict there. So I can't say that being authentic is that anymore? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes God may want me to do this and I may not want to do that. So there's a conflict. So if I was saying I was being authentic by honoring my feelings, my true feelings is I don't want to do it. <laughs> so you're still honoring your feelings? Carol, you still said yeah. no. When you're talking, because I, I do that with God too. No, no, you know I don't want to do this. Right, you know, right. You're negotiating. <laughs> but you end up doing it anyway. So you do right. it. So, I would say that being authentic is just being, you know, righteous. Yeah. You know, in the right place. That's right. In the right place, in the right alignment. That's correct. That's correct. How can we, my audience, me, everyone around, whoever's listening, um, contact you um, social media wise, phone number? How can we do that? Sure, absolutely. So if you go to my website, which is www.jmariepremiumsneakers.com, you can actually check out all things J. Marie. You can check out the whole line. You can even go to all of my socials from the website. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you are able to do so. And make sure you join my mailing list because all of my mailing subscribers they get access to ongoing sales and sign up you get $30 off of your first purchase oh that's beautiful all right you heard that audience 30 $30 yep $30 I I was about to say 30% $30 guys $30 come on you can't miss this and you make sure you look for Jay Marie because definitely that's a great sale great sale on luxury Right. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And another thing, we do offer Carta, we offer a firm, we offer multiple ways to be able to pick all of your faves and pay over time. So that's always the option as well. That's beautiful. That's really great. Well, Jay Marie, this brings us to the end of the show. And we want to thank you for being here. We want to thank our listeners because they could be anywhere else, but they're here with us today. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I want you to help support the podcast by sharing it, liking it, uh, hitting the ding button so that you don't miss an episode. And please, if you have any questions for Jay Marie on this episode, go down on the podcast and leave her a question and she'll definitely get it. Thank you so much for being here. This is Edna White, your host, and my special guest today, Jay Marie, saying goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. It's been great. That was fun. Nice and easy. It was. It went so fast. And I feel so bad. It's like seeing you and seeing your 